welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we would normally conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour film concept. Our films would normally comprise of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like a Pinewood Derby car. All the pieces come in the box, but you add your own special flair to it, and it's really the lightning stickers that make it go fast. My name's Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, storyteller, and podcaster. I'm Chris Wegman. I am also a filmmaker and a cool guy. Uh, hi, my name is Justin Teal. I'm also a cool guy. I make websites by day and I dungeon master at night. I'm Dave Ailing and I'm just living. Okay, so in full disclosure, the machine is down for maintenance. Um, yeah, we found, yeah, we found a uh, ham sandwich inside the machine this morning. Whoever was on the night shift lost their lunch. Damn, Larry. Larry is our uh, secure, our night security guard. Yeah, and uh, kind of skulks around and gives you the hairy eyeball. We call him Harry Larry. <laughs> Classic Harry Larry. If you have any fan art about what Harry Larry looks like, <laughs> uh, hey, hey guys, what's? what's <laughs> I, I found this thing in the corner. It's like it's got some blinking lights on it or something. What the hell is that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me like, get this dust off here. Yeah, it looks like a mini, like like a mini story machine. Yeah, uh, it looks like it says email machine nine thousand. Email oh. machine. Well, oh, it's fired up. E- yeah. Email machine. <laughs> Plug it into that uh, two twenty volt in the wall there. Mm. Okay, here I go. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's working though. It's kind of, it's 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 shaking like a washing machine. It's a little uneven. Almost as much as Justin shaking <laughs> the aftershocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'll be okay. okay. Your hair looks so. a little singed. <laughs> Thanks. It looks like there's some messages coming into this thing. Well, so this explains where all of our emails have been going. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's... we have been asking for emails every episode, and n- nobody's been emailing us. We thought just no one listened to the podcast. By the oh, way, you can email us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com, or what Twitter, storymachine9k, hashtag sm9k. To yeah. further prove how wrong we were. Yeah. One well, of these days we'll find the Twitter machine 9000. So. <laughs> Well, hey guys, I've got a great idea. Since the story machine's down, maybe we just answer some of these emails that we have been getting and have been neglecting. That is a pretty great idea, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to get shit housed, but that's <laughs> that's a much better idea. Well, let's see. Um, email machine 9000, read emails. Hey, Goofboss. How do you prepare for a show? How much do you cut, and if any, during the recording? Josh and crew sound like cool cats. Laters, munch a bunch 86. I think part of the fun of making these stories out of thin air is not over-preparing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. No, I, I'd agree. Uh, and I think we learned that from actually doing 48-hour and 50-hour contests where you could come in with the idea that, oh, man, I hope we get horror because I've got this great idea, and then you get comedy. You know, you... you, you you can't really prepare. And you would kind of ruin both if you did, really. I mean, you would, you know, maybe you're coming up with this awesome idea for this thing that you want to do. But if you get comedy and you're trying to shoehorn this horror movie into this comedy thing, or let's say, you know, before the machine spits out the results, you sort of do yourself a disservice a little bit by, by, trying, to, by trying to cram something in that just maybe doesn't organically make sense. Yeah. Justin, do you prepare at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I go and I read the story machine. I just push repeat constantly just so I get all the props. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, we can't prepare too much because everything is kind of really based on the prompts. And I feel like we might not always get everything in there, but we always at least latch on to one of the prompts and 
maybe sometimes we come with ideas of maybe new story techniques, but we don't come with, I'm going to make a murder mystery. That's true. We do come in with a little bit of background in storytelling, some some ideas about what's important to a story. Or like, like... the one time where we use the five room dungeon or we mm-hmm. refer to like the hero's journey. Like we come in maybe wanting to make a hero's journey and we kind of force stuff into that. I don't want to say force, maybe apply yeah. the prompts to that. But yeah, there's like kind of basic models that we make work, but it's some, it sometimes works and it sometimes doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? We, yeah. Nobody said copious amounts of alcohol either. Yeah. Sometimes reason, that helps. Cause we don't do that. I mean, <laughs> and, and as it relates to editing, I, Rick I think and Morty style. <laughs> as it relates to editing, I don't think that we edit a whole lot. I think we try and keep as much in there as humanly possible, almost to a fault. I mean, yeah, I agree with I, some, sometimes I struggle with whether or not it makes sense to inc- include everything because it's arguably part of the development process, the bad ideas help right. come up with the good ideas. Right. And you have these sort of false starts and sort of, avenues that don't really go anywhere and sometimes it's not always entertaining radio but um i also think that there's i also think there's some value in that knowing that when you go to a movie and you see the final product on the screen you kind of think oh my gosh they must have gone through what three or four drafts and nine times out of ten it's it's you know a product of lots and lots of rewriting yeah um, and I think that's kind of important to recognize that you don't always get it right the first time. And we don't. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Hey, guys, the, the machine's glowing again. All right, let's see what it's got. Right. Read next email, machine. Here's some questions for the group. What do you think the soundtrack to Mantis Pepper would sound like? What's been your favorite movie idea you've come up with so far? From Miss Kim. Emoticon, smiley face. Ah. Got it. Yes. Okay. okay. A familiar reference. Um, oh, interesting. So Mantis Pepper, huh? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's not something that I think a whole lot about, admittedly. You know, I mean, obviously a soundtrack plays a huge role in sort of shaping a film, but at this part in the process, I don't normally think about what the soundtrack might sound like. I know when I listen to it, like the opening of... I forget the names now, but the the main person getting the sauce on them, I almost picture sort of like the Western like sound as you're like, maybe it's like a, a, a faraway view and you hear that like, I don't say where, like, like a Breaking Bad kind of corner. sound. Yeah, probably yeah. more like that. And then like, and then you zoom in and maybe it gets back to like more of like uh, the gangster movie sounds, okay. but because they're in the desert, and the desert kind of just screams Western to me a lot, but Mm-hmm. Just, I had an idea about like a flamenco guitar uh, driven uh, and then like um, have you ever heard when people take you know even pop songs or something like that and then slow it down uh. like to be 10 hours long or something like that I think it to me like I don't know it, it just popped in my head like it would be cool to do like a flamenco soundtrack and then sort of for more of those uh, languid des- uh, desert scenes that you slow down of like a flamenco track to be super long and spatial and stuff as you kind of establish the the huge space and the loneliness that could be uh, accompanied with it. What's yeah. it, what's ex- a flamenco track? Like um, I'm sure I've heard it, but it's like um, email machine play flamenco track. Oh, yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, basically. 
It, ha- it has other functions. Wow. Uh, I just want, I just tried that. I didn't know. Also, that was the, the creepiest thing you've ever seen. Its mouth just like was in his O face the whole time. <laughs> its eyes just rolled up <laughs> yeah. behind its head and it just opened its mouth. <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking, just like a lot of other uh, historical movies. I mean, I know it's, it was like historical fiction, but because it takes place. Uh, throughout a certain amount of time from like the 40s to the the 60s i believe it took place um it should sort of have sort of a a nostalgic track uh, a soundtrack that that tells you what time period it's in and and, but but maybe they could be acoustic versions of those songs all in flamenco all All in flamenco style that's right yeah that could be cool so that would be kind of cool it tells you what time period is and it has a style you know, hmm. Hmm. yeah, that would be fun. I mean, I think of that that scene in the Big Lebowski, the, mm. the Spanish rendition of Hotel California, uh, yeah. California <laughs> yeah. by uh, oh, it was the Something Kings. Oh yeah, and so there's a sorry, there's a second part to this question. Read second part. What's been your favorite movie idea you've come up with on the show so far? I kind of want to say Mantis Pepper, but I feel like we've we've already talked about that a lot. I think for me personally. I think my favorite still might be Mixed Signals, which I think might have been episode three. Uh, that's the one I was actually going to kind of say. I, I liked just the, the the twist ending kind of that we ended up putting in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, because that's the but, alien one, right? It, the complete copy <laughs> of yeah. Mars Attacks. No, no. No, it no was well, like, I think uh, the, gram- with the kid and yeah, the grandma yeah, yeah, or the no, mom yeah. relationship yeah. twist yeah. is more of what I liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you like about Mixed Signals? I, I, I think... I, I like the setting. I like the 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 sort of the the landscape with these giant radar uh, telescopes and just sort of this you know middle of nowhere town and all the the sort of um, otherwise banal coming and goings of these of these people and then how it sort of has this huge impact. I, I thought it was mm-hmm. a really solid flick. Mm-hmm. I think about PI Pete a lot. <laughs> I really do. Like it's it's all comes together, and if I had a bigger budget, I would make that thing. Uh, but it's yeah, I can't. It could be made with a pretty small budget. Was it the so? vomit? The vomit budget's what's going to take you. <laughs> take yeah. you out of it? I think it's the prison. I think it's the yeah. the uniform. I think you could use an old school, like like an old elementary school to be the prison because yeah, they don't. Yeah. We don't actually. Sh- I don't think they they don't talk a lot about the actual prison areas they talk about some of the the common areas yeah, there's like where the true. ball's taking place and the there was the a office. there was a few scenes i guess there yeah were a few. it's like kind of the it's kind of, of the kitchen mm-hmm. and yeah there's a of, lot of different areas it could be a great cartoon or like an animated feature mm-hmm. comic yeah. book yeah com- <laughs> comic <laughs> book of pip yeah. oh my god so yeah. meta the so meta <laughs> chris okay my favorite <laughs> one has to be Abstracticon. I that still, was a good one. Yeah, Shit. I just God, like God. how that one, that one came together out of nothing. Because I think when we got mockumentary, I was really scared of that genre, um, and I've never gotten that in an actual film competition before either. Um, the, like the idea of making a documentary or even a mockumentary was sort of scary and i think we pulled it off really well yeah i i I agree because it was if i if i got if i had gotten that that criteria during a a competition or something like that i don't think i'd be nearly as wigged out but just having 
you know, being forced to sort of talk about it in sort of a scripted sort of way made it just, it was kind of a mind flip. It was very, it was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, then how we, we wrapped it up. I, I, in the end, I think that one had like a really surprise. It, it surprised me the ending of it when we were coming up with it yeah. and, and how, you know, I think that it I had, it had a documentary style ending. I think that was one of the few that we really stuck the landing, mm. right? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes we kind of wobble yeah. or just fall over on the yeah. landing. But yeah, yeah. cool. <clears throat> I think there's one more. Uh, no, there's like one more light blinking. Mm. Read last email. Yo, do you plan on doing anything with the stories you create, Nick? Wow. What a really pointed question. Yeah. No. Thanks, Mm. Nick. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I mean, I think in general, right, like the the main thing, one, I think we, you know, we go above our, what would be our budget in a way. But two, I think if there was an idea that was, we were super passionate about, but there was something I think we talked about before about, is there passion to create these almost in the 40 hour style where we just do them in a weekend or two, but I think it'd be fun to do. I, it would just be a matter of setting a deadline and actually <laughs> what doing is that. Oh, that's the story machine in the background updating. Oh, yeah, oh, weird. I hate that noise. <laughs> it's really annoying. That's why we, we never should updated. never. We should never update again. Yeah. Windows XP for life. <laughs> just take it off the grid. The reason we we did this exercise to begin with before we made it a podcast was just to come up with ideas to, to be better storytellers and, and, and hopefully come up with something that we turn into a movie. Uh, cause, cause that's what we like to do. And so, I mean, I guess the, the goal would always be to make a movie. Uh, I know we've talked sometimes about maybe making like an audio movie. Now that we have mm-hmm. a podcast, it would be cool to make an audio movie out of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I always sort of compare it to, uh, like a like a sketchbook, right? And so you might start doodling something, and you might sort of dig it, and then you'll kind of refine it later. And so, uh, beyond just this, just the podcast being sort of an outlet for creativity, I think it's also sort of a sketchbook in a way. And hopefully, maybe one day, one of one of these ideas will really stick to one of us, and we'll actually, uh, you know, take the time to write it in a sort mm-hmm. of significant or sort of realized way. Or <laughs> it's, a good, it's a really good excuse to just get together and, and do this stuff. I mm. mean, uh, the majority of us work together, so there's opportunities when we're, you know, uh, offset in the evenings. We honestly play the same game, and we do this thing a lot. But there's it's it's nicer now that, you know, it's kind of on a schedule to be <laughs> able to do it and, and, and have this sort of uh, recorded repository of things that we can go back to and go, oh, yeah, that was really cool. What were the elements of that thing? And actually go back and listen to these things. Yeah, we do this on the regular unless the machine's down for repair because you can't do this unless you have a big story machine that fits in an entire warehouse. Yeah, it's huge. It's way too big. We've never showed any pictures of it on here. Uh, For a good reason. Mm -hmm. No camera can capture it. It's too big. It's also really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, so like, sorry, it sounds like in a long, in a long story short, it's probably nothing, but maybe something. Right. That's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to kind of, to, to kind of add to what, what Dave was saying, I think, um, we used to practice this activity off 
off mic, right? You know, we'd go to a bar and we'd sort of play this this game uh, with with each other. And I think one of the big motivators was all there were all these really great ideas that came out of that exercise, and they weren't re- recorded or written down or anything. And I think just the act of capturing it in some in some way was kind of a big motivator for at least for me mm-hmm. personally. And yeah. it's, and it, it the stakes were so low. It's something mm-hmm. that we would do even if the mics weren't running. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and now that the mics are running, maybe I'm out of maybe, maybe I'm out of line with the rest of the group, but if, if someone listening to this felt inspired by one of the stories we TM, TM, came TM, up TM. with. <laughs> no, I mean, I think no, if someone just, felt oh, inspired <clears throat> and they could, they, they're like, I know how to make this story better because what we come up with is really just first drafts. If they could make it better oh, yeah. and yeah. turn it into something, hopefully at least they just credit us with helping them out. Yeah, it's just like uh, mm. it's like Stephen King's Dollar Babies. If you you take your script and you send us you send it to us with a fifty dollar bill, <laughs> um, and, I'll even and take the we will we bill. will take a picture of us drinking beer with your fifty dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I and uh, I will personally autograph it with my lawyer's phone number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll need that after defacing American currency. <laughs> um. Man, this has been really cool. I, yeah. I wish the machine would give us one more. Hey, maybe just kick the machine wait, a little wait. bit here. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, hey, email machine, could we have one more email, please? Hey, cool guy. Want to increase size of penis? Oh, my God. Please. Wait, oh, this please is wrong email. email. Oh, no. Oh, no. Please please the card. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> well, you know, actually, that wasn't so bad. You know, I... I I think uh, I think performing routine maintenance on the story machine might not be a bad idea. So, with that said, now that we're we finally figured out how to read and receive our emails, uh, feel free to email us at storymachine9000 at gmail.com, or maybe we'll find some sort of Twitter machine 9000, and you can find us at storymachine9k hashtag sm9k. Our logo design was by David Paget. Our music by Dave Allen. This episode was edited by Dave Allen. We'll see you next time. Free blue, free blue. No, no. Yeah. We unplugged it and it's still working. I'm a Nigerian prince. Please send money to this bank account. We got to really fix this email machine.